Welcome to the Socialista Podcast, a collection of stories from Las Vegas creatives. My name's Brianna, and I'm going to be your guide to the city of Las Vegas, where I will be unveiling the stories of all of our amazing creatives, makers, entrepreneurs, and community changers. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Socialista Podcast. I am very, very excited for both of my guests on today. I am in a really cool location on Fremont Street. I'm currently at Sherthing Chapel with um, Victoria and Holly from Floripop. Um, I would love for both of you to introduce yourselves, who you are, what is Floripop, and we can get into it. All right. Well, I'm Victoria. Um, I started Floripop back in probably 2011, maybe. The, the, the start time is somewhat unknown because it just sort of happened. My name is Holly Vaughn and I'm a minister at Sherthing Wedding Chapel and I'm also our Elvis impersonator slash Elvis officiant. Um, I perform as Elvis, I kind of sing, I really dance, and I make your wedding day super fun. Very true. Which I love, super unique, so I would love for us to dive into that story a little bit later. Um, can you both tell me kind of like where you grew up, what that was like, and then kind of bring our audience up to speed of what you're doing now. So if you want to start, Victoria, I know you were telling me before that you actually grew up in Alabama. I did grow up in Alabama. Um, I was actually born in North Carolina. Um, My dad was in the military, so we moved a lot. So I would say I spent the most of my time in Alabama, so that's just what I tell people. Mm -hmm. That's where I'm from. Um, you know, I grew up on a farm, like, a, you know, my grandfather, you know, had cattle, and I think a lot of sort of my growing up and being outside and, and working with my hands really kind of influenced a lot of things that helped me start Floripop. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I went to art school, I moved to New York because I thought, you know, hey, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this art thing and I'm going to figure it out. and. That kind of proved to be really difficult, so I had to get creative and figure out other ways to, you know, make an income in a way that was fulfilling for me. So, you know, let's say 2012 rolls around, and I actually eloped myself in New York. That's very cool. How did you do that? Well, I had been with my previous partner for almost 10 years, so it was kind of one of those things where we thought, you know, it's it's time for us to get married, and so we, we got one of our very closest friends to kind of get on the subway with us and, and go to the courthouse, and um, that was my first sort of uh, attempt at making a bouquet was, was for myself. So. You know, the pop-up weddings didn't happen right away, mm-hmm. um, and obviously that marriage didn't last, which is totally fine. It was amicable, you know, but I wanted a lot, and so, um, you know, I, I ended up moving back to Las Vegas and uh, taking care of the garden at Park on Fremont. Okay. So that initially, you know, kind of started my interest in, in cut flowers again, mm-hmm. and I sort of revisited this idea of flora pop. And, uh, you know, fast forward a few years, I, you know, really just kind of 
wanted to be my own boss. You know, I wanted to, you know, work a little bit more for myself. And so um, I just thought, you know, I am in the wedding capital of the world. I've already been doing, you know, wedding florals. Um, why aren't people getting married outside? Why aren't people utilizing, um, you know, the national parks surrounding Las Vegas? Was that kind of the trend that you were seeing? So obviously like being in Vegas, there's a lot of chapels and that's like, there's kind of a cliche around it. Like, oh, you're going to Vegas, like you get hitched, like the night you meet someone or you go to these like little chapels and you get married, it happens in like, whatever, 30 minutes, 20 mm -hmm. minutes, whatever it is. Was that kind of like what stemmed your interest in well, I, I sort of asked myself the question of, you know, is this something that I would do? Mm -hmm. You know, what would I do if I were to get married again? What would I do? Um, and so as I started to really think about it, I noticed that nobody was really getting married out in the desert. I mean, I couldn't find a single company that, that was really doing it in a way that I thought sort of highlighted the beauty of the desert. Mm -hmm. And so... Um, you know, I don't have anything against the, the other chapels downtown or around because I think there's a really great, kitschy, you know, quality to them, but I just saw a gap in the market and I just really kind of went for it. My mom was just like, you're crazy. What are you doing? What if you're going to meet these people where? And are you worried about your safety? And that's really never once crossed my mind so yeah how did that conversation go how did it so you were working in New York and then you were doing florals came to Vegas kind of saw this niche market that no one was really exploring mm -hmm. what was some some of those first conversations of like oh I think this is something I want to do like how did you bring that up to like the people close to you how did those go was that something that people really like kind of grasped onto I mean, I really kind of only spoke to a f like a very few people, mm -hmm. um, you know, mostly people that are that are close to me because one, I realized that I had this this like really good idea, you know, and I didn't want someone to do it before me, so I kind of kept it like really close to home, like really tight. You smart, know? yeah. Very smart. <laughs> you know, one one time my friend was like, "Be a pressure cooker and keep that lid on until it's done," and I never forgot that sort of sentiment, you know. Um, and it's been good because there have been a numerous, you know, uh, copycat companies since then uh, right. that have, you know, that have basically copied the floor pop style. I am curious about, yeah, because I feel like when you're the first, mm -hmm. you know, company, first person to really do that, people follow after. For sure. When, it, it is a, cause it's a great idea. It's, it really yeah. is, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you did my wedding and I was like, I, this is genius. <laughs> I think it's really cool that I got to do your wedding. Yeah, no, magical day. Um, but yeah, I guess you kind of kept it kind of close. And like you said, you had the lid on the pressure cooker mm -hmm. until it was time. Mm -hmm. So lead me through some of the steps into really starting Flora Pop as the, the pop-up wedding mm -hmm. business. Uh, I mean, from, from day one, you know, kind of making that first bouquet that I made for myself. And then I made bouquets on my bike and took them to the courthouses in Brooklyn and Manhattan. And oh, you like biked bouquets to people for their weddings? Well, I would, I would take my bike and I would, I would go and I would wait outside the courthouses because oh, okay. the, the floral options inside the courthouse are very sad. And I just, oh. <laughs> you know, I, I wanted to bring this, you know, more artistic 
bouquet element. And yeah. so I was essentially like a street vendor for a little while. Yeah. Um, you know, and then fast forward, you know, moving back to Vegas. And so I, you know, I've always loved floral and cut flowers. So um, I started to build the teardrop with the thought that it would be my kind of roadside flower stand. Mm -hmm. And so it took me about six months to build it. And Oh, you built it like on your own on scratch? Yes. That's amazing. It took took a little while, but um, something that my art background definitely helped me, you know, kind of know how to to use the tools and the carpentry, you know, necessary to build. Um, But yeah, I just, um, I realized that it's too hot here and why would I do that it doesn't make sense and also there's really not enough foot traffic for you know the, that sort of romantic idea of walking down the street and getting a bouquet of flowers it's just not mm-hmm. it's not a viable option here yeah so um, then I just really started thinking about okay how can I incorporate you know a performative element you know that kind of um, goes back to my roots and you know my art background and how can I make something beautiful in, in a very aesthetically pleasing way? And so those are the general sort of steps that got me to, to where I am now. Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. So how, um, so you started Floor Pop um, after kind of this pop-up wedding model. How did you go about finding couples who wanted to use you as their officiant and use Floripop as their like all in one, they have the flowers there, they have the really cool teardrop uh, trailer there and you offer like champagne and and those sort of Mm add-ons. So how did you go about like actually finding the couples or did they gravitate towards you? How'd that work? Um, So the first wedding I ever did really wasn't a real wedding at uh-huh. all. Um, I, I teamed up with my friend Gabby um, that does Gabby J photography here in town. She's been photographing weddings and elopements for a really long time and I just I found her on Instagram and I, I just noticed how how beautiful her images were and I, she just really got the vibe that I was going for. Mm-hmm. So we set up a styled shoot in the desert and we got it featured on this blog called Little Vegas Wedding. And that is really the only marketing that I did to begin with, and it just kind of snowballed from there. Um, I got featured on, you know, just a few really integral wedding blogs. And I think that that momentum and also the newness of the idea Mm -hmm. is really what's made clients gravitate towards floor pop. Yeah, it's definitely very special. I mean, you were the first to do it. It's so artistic, especially being in this space or thing chapel. And I know we'll talk a little bit more about that, but it's the different side of elopements mm-hmm. in Vegas. And you also do Nash, you do it nationally as well, right? Yeah. You do some traveling. Absolutely. I mean, we really want elopements to be able to happen anywhere mm-hmm. and we want to meet people all over you know we don't we don't have any sort of limitations as to you know where we'll go right you know, just kind of if, if somebody has an idea and we can make it happen then then we'll then we'll go for sure mm-hmm. I know? travel sorry no go ahead oh uh, I was just gonna say we travel a lot to Joshua Tree mm-hmm. Palm Springs LA and then we did New York last year mm-hmm. that was really fun um, and the coolest thing is when they book all three of shouldn't say all three of us because a lot of times I just tag along. No. I cook dinner. That's why I earn my keep. So a lot of uh, the coolest thing is when a 
uh, a client books Victoria to, to officiate and then Amy, who's our other business partner at Sure Thing, um, to photograph. And it's, it's just like literally a dream job because we get yeah. to travel all together, three girlfriends, go do a wedding, meet amazing people, have so much fun. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's a dream job for sure. Yeah, it sounds like a dream. I feel like a lot of people within our like realm and our community are really trying to like work on their own business. Mm-hmm. So it's really amazing to be able to see what you have all done to be able to successfully have Flora Pop. Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think at the end of the day, if it's something that you would do, then that sort of opens it up to other people that like the same things that you do mm-hmm. or, you know, just really gel with, you know, your, your mindset and things like that. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Are you seeing, like, trend-wise that more... Um, I like to do a little bit of like research and tre- like market trends mm-hmm. and what people are doing. And I feel probably like a few years ago, five years ago or more, ten years ago, like the tradition was like you get married, like whether you're religious in a church or if you're not in a special venue, it's kind of um, this really big day where your whole family comes. It's like this really big deal, which it is a very special day, so right. that's that type of person, but... You, do you spend f- tens of thousands of dollars. A lot of money. <laughs> you get catering, you get a band, you like, get you get... Stress, stress stressors out, and like ulcers. crazy. Yep. Ulcers, yeah, no. and it's, it's like, it, it's supposed to be the best no. of your life, it turns out... <laughs> turns day. out you can't even remember it because you're so stressed out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so, and that's, but, so you're right, yeah, there have absolutely been you know, changes in, in the style. And I think yeah. that's because of, um, you know, as far as, you know, millennials not making as much as our parents. And so we want to, you know, we'd rather spend mm-hmm. more on the down payment for a house mm-hmm. and on a big wedding, mm-hmm. you know, just that kind for of sure. trend changing, um, looking for something more intimate now. I'm sure Victoria knows, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, you know, looking back, I mean, obviously, like elopements have been happening forever. Forever, you yeah. know. My one set of my grandparents eloped, but then, of course, after that, they had to have the church wedding mm. because okay. out of obligation. Yeah. You know? So I feel like we have created this community for people that don't have the approval from their parents, for people that don't want to deal with you know the opinions of their family members or whomever it is. You mm-hmm. know? And so um, I think. It's, it is very popular right now, but I think it's, it is this special sort of niche where it's not so much about the trend, it's about the acceptance of how we're accepting them and we're saying yes when other people around them are saying no. Like, you shouldn't do that. You, you mm-hmm. should make sure that your dad walks you down the aisle or you should do this or you should do that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think I've always just been this kind of person and when I say this kind of person I think when you elope you do have to be a very not specific but you are a certain kind of person Mm -hmm. if you you want to elope instead of yeah you know and and I think it's just given a lot of people permission you know so as far as trends go I can't really speak too much on it because even when I got married I didn't I didn't look around I just knew what exactly that's what I wanted you know 
And so. people still today, you know, some people love a big wedding, and there's nothing wrong with that. Of you course. Know? But I think when people see that there are other options out there, it kind of opens up that creativity of, oh, wait, there's no rules. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes, a lot of times, I'll be performing a wedding, and the bride and groom walk up, and they go, which side are we supposed to We're like, stand on? <laughs> yeah. Whatever side you I'm want. I'm like, honey, <laughs> you can stand behind me. I won't watch if you don't want me to. Like, I'll do this with my eyes closed. Sure. I don't care. You know, like, there are no rules, especially in Vegas. We are so lucky because in a lot of other countries, you have to, legally, you have to perform your wedding in a church or mm-hmm. a designated spot. And so mm-hmm. in Vegas, we are so lucky that um, we can literally do it anywhere. And that's opened up so much creativity. Yeah, I would agree for sure. I think as you said, we are really lucky to be in this really cool, eclectic town where people are coming together and um, looking for other options that's not just the quote-unquote norm mm-hmm. um, as it might not be for them. And I love how you explained it. It gives permission to the people who may have had no's in their life or just couldn't find the right way to have their elopement or have their wedding, have their unionship. Absolutely. Yeah. Did- I mean, do you feel like you had any of these questions sort of circling when you did your 100%. So we, um, getting married, like, I wanted to have my family there, and I wanted to have it be a special day, but being in Las Vegas and kind of being exposed to this creative community and um, the idea of keeping... um, keeping your money like local and that sort of thing and just through the podcast meeting so many people I really wanted it to be a local wedding down to the officiant Mm -hmm. you being there down to you know um, the paperware and down to like where we were sourcing our food and like it all came from the downtown area and that was really important to me and then um, like I said I wanted really badly my family to be there like as a younger person I was like oh like maybe I'll have my mom walk me down the aisle because that's who I'm really close to sure but uh it ended up working out where you know she couldn't afford to come and some of my family members it was really hard because I have a lot of brothers and sisters so it's okay child care would just be too hard for them so we were like you know what it's not worth to exclude some and not all so we're gonna exclude kindly all of them Mm -hmm. and have it more uh, of a day for us um, because I feel like growing up weddings were very like high stress and the expectation is yes you will get married in this like either a church which isn't me or in like this big elaborate place and like your dad will walk you down the aisle like you will have these things like everyone has a little bit of a say so Mm -hmm. it was actually kind of empowering to be able to just say no like this is what I want Um, I want Victoria to officiate our wedding. I want it to feel like a good day. Like it was not stressful at all. And I think your method of um, just the questions you had and like the ease and the calmness like really made us feel um, not only like comfortable, but at home. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So for me, it worked out beautifully. So I'm very grateful for that. Well, we're grateful for you. (laughs) It was a very special day. That makes me so happy to hear. Like everything about your wedding is exactly like what we love in our clients is Mm -hmm. like their confidence and knowing what they want and like, and they're, you know, respectfully, you know, saying to their family, you know, this day's for us, we're going to go celebrate our love, you know, and everyone being okay with that and being happy about it and being happy for the couple, you know, that's like, 
you did it perfectly. Right. <laughs> it's like any other day with your partner, you would probably do the day that you want to, whether you go on a date or whether it's a holiday or just like doing what you want to do. You express mm-hmm. the love that, at least my belief is you, ex- you should express the love day to day how you want without really worrying about everything. Oh, Granted, sometimes that. that could maybe go into um, certain things and what be it, but um, yeah, I feel like it should just feel natural and mm-hmm. I'm ve- I feel very fortunate that I like felt no stress that day Good. like at all I was like sitting in the chair I was like this is kind of weird like <laughs> shouldn't I be like freaking out and I can gladly say I don't think I was a bridezilla so no, no. <laughs> no you were so laid back I mean to add to that conversation it sometimes we get brides that are so laid back I'm, I'm like are you actually gonna show up because I, I haven't heard from you right because you just they they set the date and they're like okay we'll be there and you're and like and then they just show oh, up okay that, you know that worked out that's great. cool and they show yeah. up yeah and then and they're just happy and they're relaxed that's what it's about it's the best yeah and you're just there on their wedding day celebrating with them and you cry and it's great yeah it's so amazing lots of crying lots of crying good crying good cry happy though cry. yeah for yeah. sure there's some people that write vows that, oh, that are so good. I'm like, you should be a professional. Poetry. Yeah. <laughs> Ghost writes some vows. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I have, I be a good business. Yes. It's just true, actually. I have, like, struggled through some ceremonies to not cry, like, because they were just really? so we're, sweet. We're hopeless romantics. True. We can't help it. You kind of have to be, like, true. you know, in this sort of business. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it would be, the energy wouldn't be there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and we love each and every one clients like I'm excited Aww. to meet everyone you like it's like it's like meeting a friend you didn't know you had <laughs> yeah That's because they're, they're they're like you they're yeah. like-minded they, yeah you know, they get it they like get it. they're yeah. seeking out this because they uh-huh. either appreciate what you're doing or they've seen what you're doing and that sparked an interest so I mean we don't exclude big weddings as far as like I will go and officiate a wedding that might have 50 people but that's the only thing I will do mm-hmm. you know I will go and officiate and that's it yeah so I mean you know we're we don't want to exclude Definitely. you know those people but you know what are what we are capable of is is just much smaller mm-hmm. you know so mm-hmm. they're making it really mm-hmm. really sweet really special really special know? yeah and that's what what is really great because you're in that niche market mm-hmm. there's people who want that really badly and it works true. yeah true. talk about um maybe some of the most like interesting or like I know you love all your clients, but have you had like a favorite like couple who's come in that was either really unique? Like, do you have any that stick out in your mind? Can you even pick? <laughs> so I, many. I, I have one for sure that that just instantly came to oh, mind. Oh, tell it. Um, so I had this uh, couple. Their names are Ryan and Ben, and they're from Australia. And they there were just so many facets of them as a couple, and their sort of travel to get here um so they were working on basically having a surrogate to you know have a child and so they had come to the u.s to actually i guess see the baby for the first time and so it was just really special for them because you know they they got to see this you know baby that was on the way and then they came to Vegas and, and they got married and you know they, they they stayed at the park MGM and they rented a vintage car and they bought like these really amazing suits 
and and I don't know I feel like because you're eloping you can kind of spend a little bit more on the other things to kind of enhance the day like mm -hmm. like they looked sharp and they like felt sharp and you could tell it you know so you know they show up to the desert and you know they were just so happy and, and so in love and we ended up going skating afterwards you know so that's amazing so yeah we, we took them to the skating rink and you know and it's it's not like the crazy Vegas stories that, that I think a lot of people are expecting mm -hmm. even though we definitely get some of those which yeah. I will totally talk about <laughs> um, you know but there was just something and, and, I, and I still talk to them you know and I've seen you know sort of the progression of what their life looked like you know after getting married and like having this baby and, and you know being two dads like taking care of this baby and it's just it was just really moving because we do become a part of their lives yeah still you know and even you know they're coming back to the states and they want to see us you know wow. and so I don't know that's that is the most powerful thing for me is is the friendships that have been created you know mm. but um you know we've had people jump in Lake Mead mm -hmm. after their wedding that's so cool. It was so hot, and also it was just kind of why not fun for them, you yeah. know. Um, we My uh, the wedding I thought of can't even uh, like that story is like the most romantic, beautiful like thing I've ever heard in my life. And the first wedding I thought of, I was like, one of my couples brought Star Wars cookies, and I oh. thought they were cool. Yes, <laughs> yes. That, that, that was a good wedding yeah, too. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. That was, was like, funny. Was just like, these little details that are yeah, just like so cool that really and, like, surprised memorable. me. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. But yeah, that couple jumped in the lake. That was so gorgeous and so fun. It and was just you know beautiful, beautiful romantic moment. We recently had a couple that got married in the chapel that met in an online karaoke chat room. I think I saw this post. Yeah. So she was living in the States and he was living in the UK? Yeah, he's, yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. I don't even know what an How online karaoke meet? chat room is, but that's where they met. And, wow. you know, so they, they had to work on his fiance visa and everything. And then finally, when it got approved, they came here mm -hmm. and we had an organist play a song for them that they sang yeah. to. You know? They sang um, Elvis. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh. Can you even imagine, like, standing in here, the organ's playing beautiful Elvis music, and they're singing the verses back and forth to each other. Like, I, oh, it was, it was the most beautiful thing. It, oh we were gosh. so lucky to have found them, or mm -hmm. like, them find us. You know, it was amazing. That is so cool. Yeah. All those Very stories romantic. just make you like, oh. Yeah. I know. Now so let's dish the dirt. No, oh, you got no. some dirt? No. <laughs> no. I mean, some people are like stressed out on their wedding day and you know, you have to like help, you know, help calm them down. It's can, very rare. Know. It's very, very rare. rare. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we've only had one wedding where they definitely partied all night and showed up very, very intoxicated. <laughs> Everybody was happy. They had a great time. They had a great time. We're didn't, like, okay. Didn't you, what, what was the ceremony you did for them? Oh, I was like, do you like her? Do you like him? I do, I do. And then they kissed. <laughs> because there was no way. Sign the paperwork. There was no you way. Just had to, yeah. It was going to be. Um, they were going to be able to stand still for during a whole ceremony. Yeah, yeah. yeah just like, yeah. But, yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. yeah. We love them all. I mean, oh, it, yeah. It, you know, the smile, the whole that I, the smile that I have on my face right now is yeah. the, the perfect sign. Yeah, and it's so fun. Every time you go out to do a wedding, you're like, it's it's a surprise every time. You know, mm -hmm. like, 
meeting them. You don't, you know, you don't. Maybe you haven't spoken very much, you know, and so it's a surprise every time. Who are you gonna, who are you gonna meet? Who are you gonna mm-hmm. marry? It's great. Yeah. How do those? So I know, like, kind of our process that we talked a little bit more in detail via email. But how does that process usually go, especially with couples who maybe aren't local or you've never met before? How does that go? Just like that. Just like that. Oh yeah. They send an Love email. It. They send an email. We want this day. We figure it out. So I mean, we'll say maybe two out of 10 weddings, I might get a phone call. But for the most part, it's all via email. Mm-hmm. And you know, I just send them all the links for everything that I think would be helpful for them. Mm-hmm. I send them a GPS location, we set a time, and we, we all meet. show up. <laughs> that just sounds just like, I mean, it's with, a for me, miracle. it's just so easy. You're like, oh, okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah. All right, let's we'll do it. Be, you, we'll you tell me where to be, and, we'll be and I'm there. Yeah. That's the thing that like amazes me with the, this whole process is like you, f- I feel like going in like to an elopement or maybe a, like a wedding, it's like, okay, what do I have to do? Like, how do I do it? How do I figure it out? What do I need to do? And it's like, that turns into stress and then being it so, I would say, not very complicated and mm-hmm. kind of and smooth process. It's like, whoa, really? I can like breathe here? It's so funny how people have made weddings out to be this just ball of stress that it doesn't have to be. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's all these things I that agree. are like, they, that they, that they, no one's told them that they don't have to do. Mm-hmm. Like no one's told you you don't have to pick out colors. You don't have to even send invitations. Yeah. You know? Like you could text everyone, like all these things that are traditional that people feel like they have to do. Like you don't have to have a bouquet. Mm-hmm. You don't have to, you know, you, so that, I feel like those are the things that bring stress is like when you feel like, oh, I need to, this is what I'm supposed to do, you know. If you can get rid of all that, like you'll have a good time. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. I definitely agree with that, especially yeah. like looking at, I used to do some like freelance writing for a wedding planner a couple of years ago. So like reading through the magazines and like what the trends are and what you like should do and it gives mm-hmm. you like tip advice like, oh, make sure you get this at this date and like have your dress picked out a year in advance oh, and blah, yeah. blah, blah. And like movies and like just familial expectations. Yeah. And I can't you, imagine. I can't yeah, imagine. Yeah. No, just a little like side personal story. When I, I decided like I'm going to just go once into a bridal boutique just to have that experience and sure. see if anything comes out of it. I went in. I was like, okay, maybe I want to spend this much. And like the girl literally looked at me and she's like, oh, we don't start our dresses until like $1,500. I was like, oh, okay, so I already felt like weird. And then I was trying on a couple dresses and I just like kind of knew like, why am I here? This doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. And it was just because I felt like I had to do it. So yeah. I feel like that's a lot of the, just the societal, I guess, expectations mm-hmm. or like what people think mm-hmm. a wedding should go if they so choose to have one of those big glitzy mm-hmm. sort of weddings. But oh my gosh, so expensive. It's like the average is like, what getting up thirty five thousand for yeah. a wedding? Yeah, scary. Yeah, like that's more than my student loan debt. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a down payment on my house. Like that's what we spent. You know, like that's, yeah, that's I've heard crazy. of people getting loans. Yeah, for, for their wedding pain? day. That just no. blows my no. mind. It's no. Like, and then the expectation of like, going into a marriage in thirty k in debt. It makes me want to cry. <laughs> no. It does. Okay, anyone listening, Maybe. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry if we're this is try- triggering. We're not, tra- we're try- not trying to, we're not trying to but change. We, but we are trying to help you. Help you. So that Very if you good. don't, yeah. uh-huh. you know, if you don't want to spend that money on something, to. you don't have to. I spent, I spent $300 on my wedding dress. 
had it shipped to me two days before my wedding. That's right. <laughs> and you also got one made, too. Okay, well, Gabe doesn't know about that. Oh, she never knows. <laughs> we'll clip that I out. Mean, I spent $300 on my wedding dress. So I think kidding. I spent $99 on mine at a thrift store. Nice. You beat me. There, oh. You know what? I will say, if wedding boutique things is not is not your deal, go to vintage. a vintage shop. Yes. Exactly. They're very affordable. And beautiful. Even in Vegas. Like, yes. Even on the uh, Main Street, there's a lot of great... Oh here God. in Vegas, there's a lot of great places. I feel like plug yes. for Patina. 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 <laughs> Kate has the best eye for all things vintage. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that would be such a good spot in town. Yeah. So unique. And she will make you feel like a million dollars. You're the prettiest person yeah. that has ever She'll walked like through that door. She'll like put a mink on your, on your you know, shoulders and, and you'll just be like, I deserve this. Like, you know, like, <laughs> Coming home with me. <laughs> yeah, she's the best. So where did you end up getting your dress? Yeah. So um, do you know Pamela from mm-hmm. the Team Rabbit? So she actually made that train that I wore. Right. And the dress is from Ashley Ayala. She, we met up. Um, she's kind of a close friend of mine, and we've been working on a couple different projects, and we met up for dinner, and she's like, you're getting married. Like, that's so exciting. Like, let's talk about it. And then at the end of our dinner, she's like, hey, like, I have something for you. And she pulled out this dre- the dress that I wore out of her trunk, and she's like, I don't know if you need it for anything, but I know you care about, like, um, like clothing swaps and like ethical um, like clothing and um, that's sort of, like local so she's like whatever you want to wear it for like I don't care and then when you're done you return it to me and then uh, you know going through the whole going to a bridal boutique didn't like it and I was like you know what I have this dress this is kind of cool and then it looks so good on you too yeah I just kind of like formulate it how the outfit will look, and then the day of the wedding, I was like, let's put it on. All right, looks good. <laughs> oh, <laughs> let's do it. And that's an even better story than, like, you bought it in a store. Yeah, it you just know, felt like, really good. You know, like, the fact that it was, like, borrowed from exactly. a friend. Like, that's beautiful. That's, yeah. That's so great. Yeah, yeah. So. And, sorry, I was going to say, Amy, our other business partner, she bought her wedding dress for, I think, 20 bucks at Target. I know. That's so, amazing. You would never you know, know it. So, <laughs> she's right in the family. Yeah. You can get resourceful and you can find something really good. Yeah. That's so true. Mm-hmm. Make and she it looks feel so good cute. for you. I mean, she can make a paper bag look good, though. Oh, I know. That girl. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I mean, there's no shame in spending like eight grand on a wedding dress, though, too. No, oh, definitely. If that's, that's the only thing that you buy for your wedding, <laughs> spend it on the dress. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We've Come had, get married we've by got, We've had some beautiful ones. Yeah. Some beautiful yeah. gowns. So, it's, you know, it's there's a little bit of everything. No, yeah. I love it. Um, so... Floor pop as a pop-up wedding, doing elopements. We're sitting in Shorthing Chapel now. For anyone wondering about all the buses driving by. Yeah. And background noise. We're right on. We're we on are on. Fremont Street. On Fremont. We are. Yep. We are, like, right in the, like, neighborhood of all the cool things that are happening. We're right across from Ferguson's. You guys are right next to Public Us. Mm-hmm. How, when did you decide... To, ha- like, create Sure Thing Chapel. And- Ooh. So. <laughs> <laughs> Holly and I have actually been working together for a while. Yeah. And it was her 30th birthday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I had been I had been a minister. Victoria was, like, you know, amazing businesswoman she is. She was getting so many weddings that she would get double booked. So I would come in and do, you know, weddings for her, uh, officiating. Uh, and then, yeah, and then it was, and Victoria had actually done Amy's, um, our other business partner, 
her wedding was one of the first weddings that Victoria ever did. So that's how she knew her. Maybe the second one. In front of El Cid. R.I.P. R.I.P. And, uh, I don't even know what that is. What is that? Oh, the, the El Cid Hotel that just got demolished. Mm. It so will now be named El Cid Parking Lot. Oh. Is the new name? Oh, yeah, very sad. That's very, not sad. As, uh... it's a very touchy subject. Yeah, very. It was a beautiful mid-century motel um, that was right there on like Six and Bridger. Yep. Um, mm. Gorgeous, gorgeous, and uh, yeah, it just got demolished. So, um, anyway, so she got married um, right there, right in front there by Victoria. That's how we became um, friends. That's how they became friends. I was working for Victoria, and then it was my thirtieth birthday party. We went to L.A. One night, we went spent one night in LA, we were out on the balcony, we had ordered like every breakfast item on the menu, because that's how I roll, yes. and uh, <laughs> we were sitting there eating, and we were like, wait a second, like the three of us, it was me, Amy, Victoria, and my husband, and we we're sitting there, and we realized it just clicked, like that we all, like the three of us get along, like so fabulously, more than anyone I've ever met, you know, and it just made sense, like Amy was like this completing part of our um, you know, of this wedding business. And so we were like, hey, let's make something out of this. Because Holly and I had done so much research. I mean, we, yeah, had, we, had, we been had looking looked at, at properties. so many buildings. Yeah. I mean, all over town. Uh-huh. Really. If there's One a of pocket, them we looked. <laughs> we looked at it. And tried yeah. to find something. One of the buildings we looked at that we were trying to, we were looking at renovating actually ended up becoming a wedding chapel. Mm-hmm. And I think it was because we mentioned Planted that. Yeah, yeah, it was because right. we spoke too soon. We were like, we want to make it a wedding chapel. And they were like, uh, it's sold to another buyer and they're making it a wedding chapel. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what happened. But it was a blessing in disguise blessing because, in disguise. Uh, yeah, because this was really the best spot for us. We wanted to be, um, we're good friends with Kimo, who owns Publica, so we mm-hmm. wanted to be close by to him to have like his support. We love this street. It's got beautiful vintage neon signs on it. Um, you want to add anything to that? Oh, I mean, we, I, we know that it's, it's still an up and coming area, mm-hmm. but mid-century architecture and vintage Vegas is so important to us and you know just seeing what's going on at Ferguson and and hoping that it sort of keeps moving down the street you yeah because we've got this beautiful travelers motel you do right in front that's of you. right in front of us that we are hoping will become a motel again <laughs> One just day. to throw that out there. Imagine, um, just picture, oh, you go spend the night in the motel, take a dip in the pool, walk across the street, get married. But That's also... perfect way to do it. Right? Right? And you then could bring your family. Shopping. You could eh, Shopping. And places to eat. Bars, and breakfast. Yeah, it's like, it becomes a great little... It could be even a really good locals hangout. Like, it is, the yeah. lo- Like, as far as, like, I never feel like... I have, like, if I want to go, as a local, if I want to go stay on the Strip or stay at a hotel, like, my options are very limited. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to get, pretty much, I'm probably going to stay, like, in a smoky casino, and it's going to be, like, you know, it's just, like, not very cozy. It's, like, very corporate feeling for me, and if I could have, like, a Palm Springs, like, beautiful experience, but, like, downtown, Mm -hmm. right here as a local, to come stay for a weekend in a motel, in a vintage motel with a pool, like... Come right. on, That's we are just dream. we are putting this out to the world because we're not gonna keep we don't have enough money to keep this pressure cooker closed. So <laughs> uh, you know, so we're just gonna put the word out there, and so someone else can fulfill our, our really really good idea. <laughs> no, I love it, and I'm 100% there with you. If yeah. I could help get that word out yeah. there, like let's do it. Yeah, we've got 
10 motels sitting right here, ready to go. No, yeah, no, and they're beautiful, too. Mm-hmm. Travelers, like, every time I walk by, it's... You s- I know there's a couple airstreams that are kind of just sitting there right now, but the the architecture of the building itself is very beautiful. It is. Yeah, and yeah. we have we have a f- our friend um, who runs uh, Vintage Las Vegas Instagram. Okay. He found us like an original postcard that it has a photo of the travelers and how it looked when it opened, and it's incredible. There's giant so olive many trees. trees. Yeah. I'm like where did the trees that got go? cut down? Um, it was oh. so cute and so pretty. Um, would love to see that again. So we um, just totally jumped into. No, I love oh, it. Oh, into I'm vintage Vegas. There, there with you. I mean, if that happened already, I'm like, why do you want to leave downtown Las Vegas? Like, this is the place to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but having that, if that you know, if that project gets jump started, that Absolutely. even more of a reason. We just want people. We we want people to come here and and see and be able to stay and see what we love mm-hmm. about downtown Las Vegas so mm-hmm. much. Yeah, because there's so much going on, and you know, it's there's access to all the the things that people think of when they think of Vegas. Yes, but in a setting that we find to be so charming. And I love that. You know, I think that what makes it so special, and I love the fact that you guys are right on Fremont Street. It adds so much value to the community and for tourists as well to mm-hmm. be able to, like, vi- as you said, visit all these really cool, like, bars and restaurants that are a little bit newer, but then you get to see, like, historic Fremont uh, district and, like, really understand kind of what was going on during, like, when it was booming, the 50s and 60s. Right. And sitting in this space that really reflects your style as well and you mentioned that you love uh mid-century modern like architecture Mm -hmm. and style so it's really important to us yeah and it's what makes our it's what's unique about our city you know it's like i want when i go visit other cities like i want to see the roots i want to see the original stuff i want to see the old give me the old shit (laughs) if it's dusty it's fine yeah i love that give me that that. so like that's why i go to see and i know that there's so many people who are also interested in that because Mm -hmm. like a lot of you know when you think vegas for a lot of people uh they think you know rat pack they think elvis they think of all these like classic beautiful you know luxury like getting taken care of go to vegas you know uh and I would just love to, you know, see like a a, revi- a renewal in of an interest in that, and people catering to that because no one in Vegas is catering to that right now. Right. Everyone is like, we're they're they're making all these casinos to be like uh, compete with Dubai. You know, like that's mm-hmm. not what that's that's not what we need. Like, keep it keep it unique here. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, you can definitely have like the the new and you know the exciting, but you can also renew what's mm-hmm. ha- what was yeah. exciting and mm-hmm. make it that much more connected to the community and mm-hmm. what Vegas was actually rooted in mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. which is crazy elaborate over the top strange yeah. ideas yes. you know it's anything like, went anything yeah some of the old signs that we see and again I have to plug vintage Las Vegas because um his his Instagram is the for me the best that shows the history of Vegas yeah some of the signs like I can't believe the, the scale. ingenuity, the scale, yes. Everything moved, everything was like, they were like, oh yeah, do you want to put a giant shoe on top of this building and it's going to spin and it's sparkly? Like, do it, you know? 
Like there were And that's no the rules. one that's sitting here on Fremont. The silver can, slipper, yeah. 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 yeah, you can walk down there and see it. Yeah, so luckily we can still see a lot of these, you know, signs and um, as far as I know, they're keeping the original uh, motel signs like on Fremont Street, which mm -hmm. we're really excited about that. That's awesome. Yeah. I know that like just following your Instagram and both of you, it seems like you both kind of go quote unquote hunting for like the vintage signs and like you photograph them really well. I love your photos. Mm -hmm. um, so that's really awesome. Like what, in, I don't know, what sparked that interest? I know we're pivoting, but what sparked that interest in like vintage Vegas? The, the neon signs, is that something you both have always like liked and gravitated towards or for you, um, Victoria, was it like since moving here? No, I've always been interested in anything vintage. Mm -hmm. um, I think I was introduced to mid-century design by one of my aunts. Um, I think it's still really cool and she, she really formulated a lot of my decisions as far as like, okay, I like that versus that, you know? Mm. And so, and even growing up in the South, um, it's very common for people to keep things that are vintage and maintain buildings because of their history. Yeah. So when I moved to Vegas, it was, it was very strange for me to see so many things being torn down and replaced, torn down and replaced. And now it's something that I'm used to. It's just part of the framework of what Las Vegas has become, you know. But I think, I don't know, for me, I've just always been interested in, in things of history or, or looking at things from the perspective of, you know, where have we come from? Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of 50s design and graphics and things like that I feel like are so playful and you know it's it's just something that is nice to see so naturally moving to Vegas I was going to like the more you know vintage things yeah um, so that for me was was like a motivator and okay I can move to Vegas because you know there there's so many things that that I like and can utilize in, in a sense but you know I came here for grad school so okay um, it informed a lot of my work back when I was making it so. yeah that makes sense what about you Holly because you grew up here yeah what was that like for you did the was the interest like always there did you love kind of the historic part of Vegas or did that grow on you so yeah so I grew up here and I went to school at LVA which is downtown so okay. I was always like surrounded by um, you know, all of these beautiful signs and buildings and everything. But um, honestly, like, I almost had to learn to, like, grieve for these lost things from Victoria because growing up here, it is, it really is standard practice to just knock it down and build something new. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I would feel sad when we lost something, but at the same time, I felt so powerless to do anything. And so, like, this is just what we do here that it almost didn't even occur to me to be like appalled at it you know until right. victoria came and she's like crying you know <laughs> like seeing that we've lost something and i'm like oh like that's a more normal response than like my conditioning to this you know like i you know it, it's really something i had to learn from like someone who, who came in from the outside where you know maybe people value these things more of history um 
so I think I, I think I was just so used to it, you mm-hmm. know, just growing up, like, oh, yeah, uh, what are you doing tonight? Oh, we're going to go watch a building get imploded. You know, like, oh, that's what we do, you know. It's a, uh, go, go watch the rift come down. Itself, you know, which is part of Vegas culture. culture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it is, but I think, I, I do think things are changing, luckily, because we're starting to see the value in this stuff. And uh, uh, one of the weirdest things is to see things, like, get rebranded, like, not get torn down, but get rebranded, like, the Treasure Island becoming TI, the Stratosphere becoming the Strat, like very bizarre and hoping that maybe someone will see the light and see that like the 90s now are like vintage. Like don't touch my Treasure Island, don't touch my Stratosphere. Like I love it, don't touch my Rio. Oh, if they do anything to the Rio. I hope not. I'm gonna chain myself to the Rio sign. Like no one looks at the Rio sign and thinks of that as like, a you know, the amazing piece of architecture and engineering that it really is mm-hmm. and design like that is an incredible piece mm-hmm. and right now like no one thinks about it because it's not necessarily you know it's not that old right. <laughs> especially in vegas it's but like it's born old, yesterday it's old enough it's old enough it's <laughs> yeah, like right? it's good yeah it's like it made it. <laughs> it it made it so um so yeah it's been a, it's been a real education learning about these things that i like really took for granted my whole life you yeah. know that definitely that your like conversation definitely kind of like opened my eyes a little bit because mm-hmm. I never really thought about the right the engineering that went into yeah. some of these buildings and these signs. Um, so it's it's kind of nice to hear that, and it's making me think about the things that are part of classic Vegas or uh, Las Vegas Boulevard in a different way. So yeah, thanks for that perspective. Yeah, and that's also like probably and this is a total detour but a lot of my motivation for um showing like because i make battleborn pins mm-hmm. and so a lot of my motivation is i'll make these pins that are mimicking vintage neon signs right because i'm trying to like i want someone to see it and be like what is that and then like google it and then be like learn a little something you know yeah, so I'd be yeah. like hey the sign is dust right now but like but we loved it but we loved it right. look how cool it, it is yeah it's like a little you know keep it forever somehow you know so yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. So let's bring it back to Short Thing Chapel. Yeah. Um, maybe let's talk about some of the, the things that are in here. I know people can't see. They should go on Instagram and see what it looks like. But what inspired some of these pieces? Like, how did you put all of these things together and kind of that journey? Well, you know, we wanted to create a space that was different than any other chapel in town. And we also wanted to, you know, pay some respect to the era that we're so interested in, which is, you know, the 1950s. And, mm-hmm. and you know, this building was built in the 50s. Like okay. Maybe 1953 is the actual day. We'll, we'll go with that. <laughs> Our friend from Vintage Las Vegas might say otherwise. <laughs> we'll find out. He knows, we'll find yeah, out. he knows too much. Um, you know, so there's really not a whole lot of history on this building. In fact, when we were... Um, you know, redoing everything, we couldn't find a single plan. Blueprint. There's yeah. no blueprints. Mm. We went to the city like, we need to pull up the plans of our building, and they're like, well, according to us, your building doesn't exist. So, so. we were like, Whoa. okay. Yeah. That's odd. <laughs> yeah. So, there's I mean, clearly businesses here. Of oh, course. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, been here forever. You know, this, there's, all these businesses have been something else at, uh-huh. at one point mm-hmm. in time, obviously. Um, so, you know, for us, it was like, okay, how can we make a create, how can we make a beautiful space that you know still highlights the couple which is so important to us you know kind of no frills but it's also beautiful and elegant and so we wanted to make the space that was reminiscent of an art gallery an 
you know, is very modular and can be changed, you know, very quickly. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Scandinavian design, mid-century design, um, you know, all those things really played a huge part in what this space has become. Yeah. So, you know, we've, we've got, you know, furniture that we got from, you know, someone in town that, that restores vintage furniture. Oh, wow. Um, we uh, These are, enlisted... Oh, oh, sorry. Oh. I was going to say, this is a vintage design, or like our chapel chairs or uh, okay. Modernica. Right, that has the patent from Eames. Mm -hmm. And then um, our friend Aaron that does uh, freeform... Mm -hmm. um, he made these like custom sort of pedestals for us. That I love those. Those are so unique. We love them too. <laughs> One of them spins. So if you put if you put a bouquet on top of it, it it, it, it spins. Um, you know. They're very abstract, which is nice. Oh, yeah. you know, it's it, very minimal, but I love yeah. the fact that, like you said, it does highlight the couple. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And everything in here has like a little story to it. You know. Like the organ, we love because it's just, um, it's a vintage, it's small, but it kind of brings like a lot of soul of like original, you know, thinking of chapels and things. Yeah. We've got that. Um, the record player comes from my family. It was my grandfather's. Wow. Um, and, you know, everything in here had a life at one point. A lot of it's vintage, has a life, has a story. Victoria um, designed our neon sign that's out front. She, that's literally her handwriting. She just drew on a big piece of paper. She well, drew out. is beautiful. Oh, Isn't that great? She drew out sure thing, and they just bent the neon according to her uh, handwriting, which oh, is wow. beautiful. So, um, yeah, so it's very simple, but a lot of heart. Absolutely. I mean, we did so much work ourselves. Yeah. And yeah. we enlisted Amy's husband, CJ. He, he did, like, all, all the, the electrical. electrical work. <laughs> and, you know, it took us over a year to really kind of get everything together and it was such a process because we just wanted to be really mindful of are we buying things that you know make sense for us but mm -hmm. also you know buying vintage is so important because it, it's it's reusing these things that, that already exist which you know trying to have a smaller footprint yeah. you know as far as right a lot of the yeah it took so long I think because every single detail was so painstakingly thought out like every mm -hmm. decision about the design of the space was mulled over and thought about and people and come in here and be like what it took you a year yeah you because know, there's because nothing in here so simple you know <laughs> what, was the, what did that one person say this is a so, oh this is a wedding chapel there ain't nothing in here yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're like that's right exactly that's, that's the perfect. point yeah but that's what makes it feel so good right it's yeah. very intentional Every mm. every little detail, like mm. I can imagine, kind of the journey and the thought process that went into every piece that I can see in this room. So that's what's mm. really awesome, and I love the fact that um, you know you're conscious of the footprint of the things that you're buying. So yeah, we made Thank sure. You. Yeah, we made sure. Like Victoria was like, "We're getting a hand dryer, no towels, because we're like no, no waste paper. Yeah, we're paperless. We don't have people all the time. Do you have a business card? Nope." Honestly, good on you mm -hmm. because again, going back to like the traditional like wedding um, industry that we're surrounded by, there's a lot of a lot of waste, waste a lot that of goes waste. into it, yeah. and a lot of like mm -hmm. uh, like being frivolous, which in some areas is really great, and mm -hmm. maybe in some others it's not so great. Absolutely, so, yeah. I love yeah. that everything is really thought out here. Mm -hmm. We try. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah. <laughs> you do get it. <laughs> um, let's talk about the Elvis impersonator with you, Holly. Yes. Okay. So... Can we get a? We got a hunk of hunk of burn love. Um, <laughs> first of all, my southern accent is atrocious. Um, Victoria is such an angel for like not saying anything. <laughs> well, I think it's pretty good. Oh my god, no. Um, so how did how did I come up with? I think we just realized that no one was doing Elvis. Oh no, I know what it was. I was getting my hair done on my wedding day, and she like curled it up in front and made like a little pompadour, and I was like, I don't good so <laughs> and like, also we we were like there there are no female there are no female Elvis you're like yeah the only I'm the only one and like there are that's so cool I know right and we didn't even know so we there are other female Elvis impersonators like in the world of but course. not but no one officiating weddings as Elvis as a girl in Vegas that so, we know of no, I Googled We've it. <laughs> we have Google looked. Says, and we have been saying this. I feel like someone would have corrected us. But oh, absolutely. I've looked. There's no one. And so, yeah, I, I got a custom uh, suit made. It's all got rhinestones everywhere. It's got I've a, seen it on Instagram. It. And I'm <laughs> it's good. dying. It's, it's really good. It's got fringe. It's got blue suede we shoes. We should have had today. <laughs> oh, my God. I'd be sweating my butt off. I think so it's she would polyester. like her normal self. Oh, it's true. It's, it's, does it come out immediately? Yes, as soon as I put the suit on, it's I am another person. Like I become like I'm dancing, I'm telling jokes, I'm like singing. Like I I I become the character, and it is so much fun. Have you always loved Elvis? And uh, was it just? <laughs> oh, I want to. The yes. turn is pointing. I want to yes. hear. I want to hear. Yes, 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 yes. I don't remember telling you. Okay, this. please. I hope I'm going to tell the right story, but oh, okay. basically, oh, I have no idea, but I don't remember this. All but, I know about is Little Holly. Yeah. Okay. okay. So I don't know why, but like in starting in elementary school, I figured out I could like curl my lip. And so, and my, my teachers thought it was hilarious. Like imagine a little eight year old, like doing Elvis impressions. Like they would call other, you know, they'd be like, be like, you know, Mr. Smith, gotta come see this. He'd be like, do it again. And I would like curl my lip and I'd be like, like a thermal like a little like a little kid doing that is so funny. It's so, adorable yeah. and it, it is your destiny. You are yeah. you found who you're meant to be. Yeah, and I had no idea like that that would be end up being my career, I guess. But so yeah, I guess I have loved Elvis forever. I know one day um I think Holly's husband was like, "You literally just got dressed up to be Elvis and this is your job." job. Yeah. <laughs> like you're going to yeah. marry people. Yeah. What, what, is that? Your what is your life? Yeah, I'll be like, bye, honey, and I'm like Elvis, like <laughs> going to work. Like, it's so much fun. I'm I'm so lucky. Yeah. When did that switch flip to um, make it a part of sure thing? I, it just made sense, mostly because there's air conditioning in here, and my suit, and I've got a wig now. Like, it's a it's Whoa. an ordeal. So yeah. <laughs> well, you know. So we're so Flora Pop is is still servicing the desert or mm-hmm. wherever you want to get married. Right. You know that's still very much a thing, and you know we also do weddings at Taco Bell. Oh, which I can't forget. It's very were interesting. You, I've I remember seeing that. Was that last year? So it we've been doing the weddings there for two years now. It was two years wow. last month. Oh my gosh! Is it the only Taco Bell in the world you can get married? It's at? the only Taco Bell. Yeah, you the get cantina, married right? Yeah, the cantina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know we we have this sort of gamut of okay we've got the elopements we've got the sort of more typical Vegas chapel which is 
Taco Bell, but it's not Chipotle at all because it's its own thing. Taco <laughs> and Bell it's fans, Taco Bell. Right, right. Yeah. Taco Bell fans are very devoted to their Taco Bell. And so, but we also thought, okay, you know, I've been doing this for over five years now. We would really like to do some more installations. We'd like to bring in, you know, more local artists and have more performative elements. Mm -hmm. And, you know, yes, we can do that in the desert, but it makes so much more sense mm -hmm. to have a space that's a brick and mortar location. And we're also, you know, we were missing out on this uh, part of the chapel market that we, we couldn't we couldn't do, mm -hmm. you know. So sure thing is definitely this much needed addition I think in the Las Vegas wedding community and even though a lot of people don't know that we exist yet they will they will <laughs> yeah. it's getting out there yeah and there's we're the only chapel that is like this you know small size that's but just as gorgeous as like if you were going to go to a bigger venue so you're getting this like beautiful but intimate you know there's no one else who kind of services that market and we town. allow all vendors to come in all vendors which Tarford, is anybody. so yeah. interesting because okay so little story um, on my birthday two years ago, Holly and I pretended to get married. Oh, yeah. And I won't say which chapel it was because, anyway, we went and got Whatever married. Whatever she's selling it. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. It's true. She is selling it. So um, if you know anything, you'll know what chapel it is. Yeah. So it's the Little White Wedding Chapel, which is the most iconic Vegas. wedding chapel in I think Vegas. the girl from Game of Thrones just got married there. She did. Yeah. She totally did. So it's, it's huh. like if you're going to go to Vegas and you want to do a Vegas wedding, like this it's, is the chapel to go amazing. to. It's famous. It's old. It's amazing. It's kitschy as all get out. Mm -hmm. And so, so we pretended mm -hmm. to get married for my birthday party. Uh huh. And because we wanted to go through the whole experience of, okay, what, what do our clients go through? What do our clients yeah. go through? And if someone were to go to this chapel, how does it feel? Yeah. And one Particularly as a same-sex couple, oh, how does it feel? How does it feel? Yeah. yeah. Being that... They were not they were huge not fans. fans of it. But, you know, they did it anyway. Yeah. Um, and we had an Elvis. We had an Elvis impersonator. Um, and, you know, we just... As much as we love this, you know, kitschy Vegas thing, and I, I would totally support anyone that, that wanted to go there... It was just a little bit faster and rushed mm -hmm. in the sense because they're cranking them out, you yeah. know. So, yeah, so, I can imagine. So mm -hmm. we wanted to have the chapel space where people didn't feel rushed mm -hmm. and where everyone everyone felt n no judgment at all. Yeah. Because it was apparent. I mean, our our Elvis hit on us, and he thought it was our wedding day. <laughs> oh, Is that imagine? terrible? Oh boy. Yeah. So like, we wanted to make a chapel where that wouldn't happen. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'll hit on you if you ask me to, but <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh no, so yeah, so we wanted to create something that was like all inclusive. No one felt judged. No one, you know, people can come. Like we're open to doing polyamorous wedding ceremonies. Uh, you know, as far as they won't be legal, but we can do commitment ceremonies. You know, we really want to like break the rules of of weddings. So. Love is love. Love is love. Right. Yeah. Thank you for doing Everybody that work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. No, so I've seen um, that you've partnered with a couple people for activations in terms of like the art installations. I think you did something with Set Gold yes. and you were partnered with Dunkin' Donuts on your first day, right? <laughs> we did. We did. Dunkin' found us, man. That was that was so out of the blue. Yeah. So we did a we did a Valentine's Day themed 
basically come here, get a donut bouquet, get married by mm-hmm. Polly as Elvis. Uh-huh. And I mean, Duncan fans are a lot like Taco Bell fans. They love their Duncan. Yeah. That was that's been an eye opening experience. Like realizing like people's brand loyalties mm-hmm. is really interesting. They have a base. Um, yeah, it's yeah, and it's big. Yeah, it's 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 really interesting. So I would still like to be the fast food wedding officiant to yeah. any other brand that would want to do it. So, yeah, because you know. it's, it's you hear that? <laughs> I know, it's breaking the rules. I love it. We want in and out next. Yes. Okay, in and out. You've heard it. <laughs> We're coming for you, whether you like it or not. People Blast are, it. You're gonna get married over a milkshake. I don't care. <gasps> Animal I fries. Think of that. Animal fries. I I do. Do you take this man and promise to always order his animal animal fries? Well done. Mm-hmm. I do. I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can do it. <laughs> that could be We're like available a series. To call us. Let's do it. That's amazing. So, what after your like first year in the chapel, and you know after four years with Flora Pop, what are some of your goals? Where do you see yourselves as well as your your brand? going within the next year couple years so sure thing has only been open since oh valentine's yeah right so we're still you know very new as far as you know what we are and and we we still we know what we are but we don't quite know what we need to supply Mm -hmm. for our clientele but i mean at, at the end of the day like philanthropy and you know being an advocate for same-sex couples, like Holly said, you know, the polyamorous community, and just people in general that want to get married in a way that that's maybe not accepted by, you know, people in their family. So, I mean, in, in a lot of ways, we, we really want to, you know, have some outreach as far as, you know, how can we, how can we help people feel more comfortable and, um, you know, just... Yeah. I think we want to, like, everyone who comes in here says that it just has, like, a really good feeling in here, and I think it's important to us to just create this home for people that they feel like they can come here, they can feel safe, and we can support the local arts. We love bringing in local artists. We just recently partnered with um, Madrona on, she's uh, Madroni Redcock on Instagram. She's an incredible local artist. I loved what I saw. Isn't she yes. incredible? That so, was so, like, yeah. out of this world. And that's, like, honestly, like, we love... We're all about the wedding business, but that is also a really huge part of our brand. It is like we want to support local artists. Mm-hmm. We want to create. We don't, you know, we don't charge. You know, we didn't charge her to like come in here and film and you know use the space however she wanted. You know, because we just want to create like a hub for for people like her who can come here and uh, you know bring something interesting and 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 uh, new to this you know to the city. Right. I mean, you know, our friends Heidi. And Audi, um, I mean Heidi's in um, absent, absent, and OPM sometimes, Mm -hmm. but I think more absent now. Yeah, you know, but yeah, we just want to open up a space for people that want to do performative things and maybe don't have the space to do it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, sure thing for them is a free venue for them and an outlet. Mm -hmm. You know, so I would say you know philanthropy for you know people. You know, the whole love is love. That's that's we we want to be here for, for those people that might be having some difficulties with their families or, or society or whatever. And then we want to really be an advocate for the arts. You know, especially artists in Vegas because, you know, 
I don't think that they get enough traction um, because, you know, it kind of gets swallowed by the strip and, you know, like just pointing out that individuality and, and helping it grow. I mean, you know, because there are a lot of people that helped me along the way, mm. you know, here. And, you know, I'm really grateful for, you know, all the folks that didn't think I was completely crazy, you know, and, and, and helped me. And um, we want to be able to do that for other people. So. Mm-hmm. For sure. I love that. It was so special to be able to, like, talk through both of your journeys and learn a little bit more about you and Flora Pop and Short Things. So really, thank you so much for inviting me to your space. Thank and you. Thank being... you for getting married and oh, trusting yeah. the process. Oh, no. yes, of course. I'm here for it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Um, before we wrap up, where can people find you? Plug what you want to plug. So, um, Flora Pop Shop on Instagram and also Sure Thing Chapel. And for Holly, Battleborn Pins. I'm Battleborn. Not everyone knows that I'm Battleborn Pins. Um, my personal account is Hey Holly Ray, and my uh, business account is uh, Battleborn Pins on Instagram. And uh, again, Sure Thing Chapel. We're the Chapel Girls, as the we Chapel like to call girls, ourselves. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. We don't have Amy here with us, but she's always here with us. You know, spirit. honestly, if she was here, uh, it would probably would have sounded the same. She doesn't talk. <laughs> Every interview we've ever done, uh, then at the end she's like, bye. So I'll just pretend like I'm Amy. Hey, I'm Amy. Uh, bye. <laughs> and that's, so it's like she was here this whole time. <laughs> oh, man. She helps us so much. She does, yeah. But yeah, that's where you can find us. Shipping Chapel. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, thank Victoria you. and Holly. Thank Again, you. really loved being able to talk to you both and get the word out there. We appreciate you. Yes. Thank you, and I will uh, talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>